And, you know, I'm like the, the KLR guys talking about their uh, their unique uh, father stories this past week. Um, yeah. We don't, we don't want to share this. We don't want to share this. Who's a soccer talk? Not Cincinnati Baby Talk. 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 Right. right. <laughs> What's the good word, fellow humans of Earth? It's your boy Sway from MTV News. Just finished my three-part sit-down interview with Eminem, and now I'm back for episode 29 of Knifey Lion Lion Radio. Radio. That's right, folks. We are the gift. gift. My name is Jonah. Follow Knifey Lion Radio as we inch closer to ending the lunge for 400. 400. Shout out to Beth Smith for indoctrinating her parents enough to follow us as well. Joining me today is the hinge door incubator, (laughs) Zach. It just hit me on the text. Last night, I left hickeys on her neck. (laughs) I can't leave that in there. (laughs) You just talked about Eminem. Go on. I don't know. Ooh, wow, this is clearly I wrote this from another time. I said also joining us, Nick from soccer. Nope, folks, he is wiped. Uh, <laughs> Chad is not real. Today, we will briefly talk about the conclusion of FCC versus Louisville. That's right, folks. And Operation Wavy Inflatable Man. We'll then talk about the 4 3 thrashing of Toronto 2. We'll seek out a tackle smash. Pick our FCC of the week. Mm, I have a special commercial I just got a hold of focusing on an FCC player. I'll play you that one. And uh, we'll check out our brand new segment, How Much Does Adi Care This Week? Folks, you're going to be surprised. (laughs) Then we'll get next level. (laughs) This is great after a nice win. Get next level or through a turn of Catch Watch. Just when you thought you were safe, Catch. I'm coming for you. Uh, then we'll flex our brains in the old country buffet of segments. That's right, it's Popery. But before we get into all that jazz, if you're one of the pre-400 Twitter followers, you can scan yourself right in the rotating doors of the John Harks, John Harks. Cave, Cave of, of Wonders. wonders. Mm, I should mention we are recording this Sunday night. That's right, folks. Game night. It's late. And do I even need to tell you? The children are sleeping. Zach, you have something to say? Yeah, I'm just say it's late and uh, Nick's wiped. <laughs> I had only one request from my wife, and that was, no chance. You're in luck, babe. I didn't have any. Just celebrated our fifth year wedding anniversary, so if you want to get us an anniversary gift, can't wait to cash those checks. Zach, you're breathing? Yeah, I was just thinking, I've gotten lots of DMs, but just not the one DM that I want. <laughs> Not the EWDM, but uh, shouts to Cecilia Coyote. <laughs> Good time for a voice crack. Zach left her alone in section 124, <laughs> joined us in 122. I could hear her coyote holler begging for Zach. He never replied. But that's what you get with the Aldi version. Anyways, this week and every week, you know we're already sponsored by Speedway. Speedway. And they're back in my good graces because I went to fill up my tires. And guess what, Zach? The hose was attached, everything working properly. And you know what? I did enjoy it. I set the number, 30 PSI. I was on the other side of the car. I couldn't have seen it if I wanted to, but it beeped at me. I knew I was perfect. <laughs> to celebrate, I got myself a 44-ouncer. <laughs> 
a suicide uh, speedway speedy freeze. He even put a little in a cup for my young boy. He really appreciated it. So shout out to Speedway. Zach, uh, just in case before I move on, do you, do you have a Speedway story this week? Um, no, I went, but mm. it's not really a story there. Just a gas trip? or uh, It was a coffee trip on the way to work. Mmm, <laughs> Speedway uses the best beans. Yeah, I got the espresso blend. I guess it's good. Mmm, Speedway. <laughs> Love your coffee. Um, anyways, that brings us to this week's Let's get real deep into the recap. recap yeah, recap. Tuesday we completed the Louisville game. Starting at the 36-minute, I went, did not invite Zach. Um, Zach, were you actually feeling salty or was that fake salt? <clears throat> no, it was a little bit salty. <laughs> you sent me a picture from the stands. Just bonding with my real brothers. <laughs> my brothers in the prid. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. Um, but I woke up that morning, got a nice migraine. It was awful. There, I thought there was no way I could make the game. I can't tell Zach either. But I uh, took a little nap, ended up going down with two people. I will remain nameless. And um, the highlight of the game for me and for everyone, because the game was a fucking snooze, was, uh, I'll say we, even though I, you know, I was just along for the ride, snuck in the wavy inflatable men, set them off at halftime, and uh, we were waiting for security to come down and do something, because we know how anal they are about wavy streamer-like things. Nothing happened. They just let them fucking fly until the batteries ran out in the 86th minute. It was a real treat. And um, Zach, as far as the game, which was a fucking snooze, do you have any thoughts? Um, yeah, it kind of sucked. We were, I don't know, not really creating much of anything. I think my one takeaway was I thought Blake Smith really, I thought he was getting burned the whole game down that side. Just didn't really have an answer for whoever that dude is. Whatever. I guess the big takeaway for me was uh, you know, Spencer Ritchie. Kept kept the door shut, kept the door sealed. I feel like that seal would last forever, but uh, as we'll find out soon, that seal is broken. It's now Evan Newton's team, but uh, it is. There was one really glaring miss by Louisville where he blasted it over the top. Really should have buried yeah. that. They had a few chances, but um, yeah, it was kind of a snoozer. But uh, it was it was a fun time for uh, me and my brothers <laughs> in the stands. <laughs> After the game, a couple of Louisville people came down. Said, oh, thanks for coming down. I'm going to miss this rivalry. And I said, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> nah, it didn't happen. I was like, okay. But yeah, so uh, hopefully we don't have to see them again this year. Because, uh, yeah, we don't look good. We won the game three points. First place forever secured. And that moved us right along. Short week for this Sunday Faith and Family Night recap. Recap. First Toronto 2 um, starting lineup. Looked a lot like other ones, except Adi gets the start this time, and um, Spencer Ritchie's still back there in goal. Patty Barrett's still the captain. Zach, are you finally making peace with our Irish captain? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be Patty's team, right? (laughs) It was Patty's team until that third goal went in against us. But uh, yeah, what happened in the first half? We scored, they scored. You know, I'll say this. Please do. I really like Patty's play. I don't really have much to complain about about his play. But? But as captain, he doesn't seem to be the most like vocal back there. I feel like Deckel, it's really easy to see him as the team captain, like organizer. And like, there was. He's, he's younger. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't feel like getting in these guys' faces because they'd be like, really? Yeah, but I mean, he. I thought he played great today, but some of the goals we gave up, there was someone's missing their marks there. <laughs> I know who Kenny thinks. <laughs> Was fucking up, but anyway, do your uh, recap. 
Yeah, I feel like um, not that he was ever bad at it, but we we're like, oh, we need Declan and Forrest to win all these headers and stuff. But um, I don't know, either it's his timing or he's just fucking working on his hops. But it seemed like Patty's getting to all these headers now, too. So, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing, Patty. 24th minute. We'll get to know this guy a lot. Endo scored an outside the box long range bomb. Pretty great shot. 24th minute. And um, yeah, I'm not going to put that one on uh, Spencer Ritchie. I'll just put it on our defense for not stepping up. Zach, I had my head down for the goal. What did you see? I mean, the long story of it was uh, Addy lost the ball. It was kind of frustrating. He was he was chasing the guy down and was just about to win the ball back when uh, Forrest Lasso steps up <laughs> and knocks him. To oh, the, that was that one. Yeah, it was that play. It knocks him to the ground. And then, you know, Endo ends up with the ball and lets it rip. Obviously, if they watched any film, they know. He's got some skills. He needs to be shut down. On the 31st minute, Forrest Lasso gets a goal off of Manu Ledesma. Free kick. And uh, that means Ledesma is the all-time USL assist leader. Something he will think about when he's on his deathbed. And uh, just like that, it was like, all right, time to steal, steamroll these assholes. I don't want to skip ahead, but later on, Lasso had an errant long ball. And from row 22, section 122, seat number 10, don't come find me. I heard Lasso scream out, fuck! Wow, dude. (laughs) The fifth F rears its ugly head yet again, especially on Faith and Family Night. Mm -mm -mm, Sir. Um, Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, yeah, we uh, was tied a little back and forth action. I wouldn't say anyone really had a... A stranglehold on the game in the 45th minute. Fernando Adi with a spectacular goal. Flicked it over my dude's head. Don't know his name. Headed it down. Then um, poked it past the keeper for his second, right? Second goal of the year. He was all class. Zach, what would you see from that goal besides him falling over the advertisement board, as is the norm these days? Yeah, I mean, he kind of... He's a big guy. He is a big guy. And I think I've said it before. He does kind of seem like a man amongst boys when he's out there. Like, he... There's something to be said about his effort sometimes, and I am on the side that thinks he should be putting out a little more. But also, when he's actually trying, it does look effortless. <laughs> Guys kind of just like fall off of him, and he can like hold possession. Yeah, the long balls into him all night were all pretty much working. He was able to bring a lot of them down on his chest with his back to goal and the. He does a lot of passing off with his back to go off the side of his foot. I was pretty angry after Tuesday. I was like, this guy is getting fucking a mil- million dollars a year and not fucking doing anything. I kind of wanted to cut him loose after that little, <laughs> little game, to be honest. Send a message to the rest of the team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what the fuck was that? It was terrible, but yeah, it was great. It was a great goal. Anyway. Um, I should mention, I think he, I guess he got an assist from it. It was the pass from Ledesma. You already know. He's always on the, the giving end. When I was in the first half, Ledesma did a patented Ledesma move, cut into the left, and blasted one that he just knew was going in, but it bounced off the post, possibly into toronto defender's hand it ended up with kenny getting another good look that almost went in but anyways right after that goal that was in the 45th minute adi's goal in the 45th minute plus four our man endo back again outside the box this one not as much of a fucking uh, bullet it looked from the layman that uh spencer richie had a chance to make the save and i've been tooting his horn so fucking much memeing him up just talking about him non-stop he really let me down personally on that one. Zach, do you put it on Spencer after seeing your telephone small replay? Uh, it did look like it could have been saved. I also put it on 
Kenny Walker was running out the ball hard and jumps in the air while Endo makes a cut, leaving him wide open. And as soon as the ball goes in, Kenny really laid in and knows me. I don't really know what all was going on there. I've seen Kenny blame someone when I've watched an entire play happen, and I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> That's on you. I've so, seen him and Nazmi have gotten into it on the field many times. But, you know, I've said on the podcast many times also, sometimes it looks like Nazmi doesn't really know where he's supposed to be playing at all times. He was given the effort today, maybe not on that particular play, but I put that goal, let's put it against pretty much everyone but Adi, because it looked like everyone <laughs> fell off and kind of went to sleep. Then it was halftime, we come back out, in the 73rd minute, Endo again from outside. Hard to blame Richie on that, but uh, just again, a case of nobody stepping up to this dude, and you'd think they would have learned after the first two, but uh, no, step up. Um, I'll tell you what, Richie Ryan's getting in that guy's face. Five minutes later, Corbin Bone with a little back and forth right in the thick of things with Jimmy McLaughlin. Somehow Jimmy squeezed it through. Corbin Bone pokes a goal home on his birthday, no less. Adorable. And things are all tied up back again, Zach. It's a good time to talk about Jimmy Mack's performance. That's what I call him. I think I told you at the game, after the game, um, for me, that was my favorite Jimmy performance, maybe of all time. Not frustrating at all. <laughs> like, really productive. His fucking step over move down there is really burning some guys. Um, I thought he did great and i'm not usually singing his praises at all i was thinking a lot this week about I'm like man you got fucking russell ciceroni on the bench and then lance lang who's scoring at will couldn't get a game ahead of jimmy but yeah tonight i thought it was fucking fantastic and that goal was great the shocking thing about that goal is that was a really tight decision with corbin bone whether he was offside or not and that ref was calling him really burning us on offside calls the whole game Thank God that one was all right. Um, yeah, if you're following along at home with the stat sheet, like we're looking at, look at all those offsides calls. I don't even need to say it out loud because you're following along. Whew, baby. Um, um, yeah. But Jimmy, he had one other option before making that other ball. I don't know if it was, he held it up for just one second, then flicked it through the bone, put it over his fucking, it was an awesome goal. At some point, yeah, Danny Koenig. Danny Koenig came in the 75th minute uh he was not getting any calls either and at one point he's back in the corner gets pulled down straight down with his jersey through the scores not the scores table what the fuck you called the ad board not called a foul and at that point mm, you could feel nipper getting guido angry about this guy i did like the ref's demeanor he had the demeanor of a really good ref but uh <laughs> he was yeah. pissing me off he's but. like the couch of refs <laughs> he just seemed like he had a great head on his shoulders, but yet, and also some of his linesmen, things were happening right in front of them and they didn't fucking wave their flag. You know, you're, you're if you see someone pull somebody down, you're allowed to fucking raise your flag, bro. Also, uh, our man, Tyler Gibson came in the 70th minute for Michael LaHood. He was playing really deep. He no, seemed solid. He seems he like he's moving good. He was, and he did play really deep, but I, I liked his play a lot. He seemed like he plays with a lot of urgency, even when we we're up. He'll receive the ball back there. Like, he's moving quick. Heads up always. Um, 88th minute. <sighs> yeah, baby. Yeah, it is late. It sounds like they're NPR KLR tonight. <laughs> Corbin Bone again. This time across from Manuel Ledesma. Uh, I don't know about you, but it took a second to kind of register that they scored because Corbin Bone, apparently, according to him, he got a cramp right when he scored the goal. So he kind of stood there in the net and didn't celebrate. And uh, I don't know. Everyone seemed to kind of look around. So I thought the goal might have been waved off. And I was like, no, we scored the go-ahead goal. Yeah, I stopped celebrating. (laughs) 
just mm-hmm. looking for the flag or something. But no, it was good. It was a beautiful ball, and uh, Corbin just basically had to stand there and let it fucking bounce off his head. Ledesma with his third assist. This guy can't stop assisting. And that at that point, Ledesma looked dead on his feet, but he's still capable of making that magic. Moment. Yeah, and he also killed the game off in the final few minutes. Yeah, so that was the final score for three. I will one comment. Please uh, do. Toronto's keeper wasting time from the very first minute. <laughs> really fucking frustrating. Really fucking frustrating. All game long. And then like when we're down, you're like, they better give us like six minutes at the end of this game because they've been wasting so much time. Then, of course, we go up 4-3. They give us five minutes. Furious. <laughs> the crowd was irate. If it would have been two minutes earlier, the crowd would have been like, yes, five minutes. Then it was like, ref, what do you, you think? Know, where did the five minutes come from? Yeah, Jesus was... Christ. And Alan Koch is like remembering all the times he kept pointing at his watch. Pointing at his <laughs> like, watch. What have I done? <laughs> Judge at midfield. is like, I got you. I got you. I'm like, what? Hold on. Uh, I think the refs should take in consideration who the extra time was for and <laughs> yeah. adjust it accordingly. Yeah. But uh, he didn't. But we went four to three. Um, some other stuff. Uh, Lasso's long balls were in full effect. Some good, some bad. In the world of long balls, you know, we all yell about Hoyt's open, this and that. And then we always say, like, oh, we don't have a player who can play these crossfield passes. But you know who can play these? It's fucking Patty Barrett, man. He can play these long field crosses he does them to Ledesma a lot who's probably the only one mm. with a good first touch to <laughs> bring him down but uh yeah his passing range it's fucking great I kind of wonder what's going on in Koch's head because Deckel was so good so much of the season is he just slowing down I mean is he's he slowing older down or? or did he realize this is the patty that's been there all along um, um and who's gonna be here next year maybe he's definitely like earning his way onto the MLS team, I would think. Yeah, it's definitely not like, God, where's Deckel? Zach, before I move on to the Deckel smash, was there any other moments in the game that stuck out? Yeah, the, only, the thing what I'd say is it seemed like we were on the attack more than we normally are. Like, I was enjoying watching us play. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes we'll win 2 to nothing, and you're like, man, yeah, those were great goals, and then the rest of the time, you're like, ugh. I thought things, the pace of the game was really good, and I was, I don't know, I had a fucking great time. We're the better team, and we won. Yeah, we put a lot of good things together. Even some of them didn't come off in the end, but yeah, I just thought, like, in an attack attacking sense, this is one of my favorite games. I never for a moment thought we were going to lose. I always assumed we'd at least get the goal back to tie it, and, uh, you know, last year I might have been a little more like, uh, but uh, we had so many talent, talented players that you just like, eventually I know we can get a goal. And how now, of course, most importantly... He wasn't out there, but this week's smash. Zach, where there's a couple of choices, our man getting thrown through, pulled back through the ad board, and there was a Patty moment. Um, I Pat, mean, Patty giving a it was either a shiver stiff, to a the stiff face. arm or a, an elbow, pretty much to the chin or the face. And he hit the deck, and it was clear as day, and didn't get called at all. It was fucking great. In the second half, at some point, the guy who was nearest to Patty went flying. Nothing was called in. I don't really know what happened, but there's a possible Deckel smash scenario in there. Yeah, there was also one they called on Adi. I don't know what happened where the guy hit the deck and uh, they called a foul. He's just too Uh, big. There was also one towards the end of the game where I believe it was just a flop, but the Toronto player really let out a scream when Jimmy came in on him um, (laughs) over by their bench and he went down. uh, Jimmy also went flying as we were waiting for 
either a corner or a free kick from that side from Odesma. He went rolling backwards <laughs> about five yards. <laughs> yeah, then... I don't know. My duckle smash would be uh, Patty with the arm to the face. Um, as for this week's FCC Man! of the week, you know, if you want to count Louisville, it was going to be Spencer Ritchie, but uh, I just wiped his name off my dry erase board. Zach, I'll let you, since I have nothing in my mind, go first. Um, Who are you going to give it to? For me, it's birthday easy. Boy. It's birthday boy. Well, one, he scored the winner against Louisville this week. Mm. Well, I guess that counts as this week. Yes. Whatever. Well, yes. We didn't do a pod. I don't fucking know. Either way, Corbin Bone, he's going to be my man of the week. It's his birthday. He's a Northsider. I own several properties in North. Uh, yeah, you know, he's deserved it. He's a child. He's got to provide for that child. So in this rare instance, Corbin Bone, you are the FCC of the week. And I will allow you to exchange your James the Jeweler gift card for the cash. If that's what you want, buy some more diapers. It's all wearing a Man City jersey in his Instagram. What's that about, bro? Uh, He seems like a big uh, Oasis guy. (laughs) Just putting two and two together. Or Smith's, maybe. Okay. Johnny Mars, a city fan too. Um, I'm kind of scared to know what Corbin Bone listens to because I feel like it's actually going to be some. Did he have a playlist? Because Kenny Walker had a playlist and yeah, he had some fucking stuff I'd never heard of in my life. And I am so down. Yeah, I don't then know. He also had like some really, uh, I don't know, Abercrombie basic kind of stuff. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious. I think uh, Forrest Lasso has terrible, terrible taste in music. I know that. I have a shit ton of mutual friends with Corbin's wife and they're all of the uh, kind of punk and whatever variety of ladies mm. um i don't know if she's down with that i'd be curious corbin if you could reach out reach out we'll play some songs for you on the uh, closing credits if you don't feel comfortable sending directly to klr you can uh, dm our proxy it's amelia wolf <laughs> um she takes all of the overflow messages we get cause sometimes twitter shuts down my inbox because there's too many dms <laughs> it's rough out there um but yeah enjoy your 50 bucks uh, but for this week, we sorry, are... one last thing. Please I don't, do. A little complaint here. I don't know what kind of algorithm they're using to create the uh, poll for man of the match. I don't know if every player is up and people just vote, but uh, Corbin Bone was not even in the top three. I don't want to blame Steck entirely. She's had a good run, but uh, she must have put it up in the 75th minute or something. And then the 78th when Corbin Bone scored the goal, she must have been really kicking herself. Yeah, I hope that's the case. That's a real error in judgment. Uh, Moving I, on. I did see Steckovers at the Louisville game. She was walking around taking pics with her giant Zoom. I saw her and I yelled out. I yelled, Steck! She waved. Then she came over and took the picture of about six people next to me. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> well, I saw you. Uh, Maybe you've seen the picture. It was one that said, <laughs> since he's strong. That's probably why she took it. I saw you clear as day on the... Uh, the old broadcast standing between mm. the inflatable. If you want to rewatch the from the 36 minute on, I'm wearing an orange Chuck Wharton hoodie. It's a one of a kind. But I will say I'm impressed by Steck. I see her take a. I saw her like take the picture on her DSLR, and the fucking tweet with that picture was up in goddamn no time. So how she? Tra- I don't. I know there's Wi-Fi and I can wirelessly take pictures off, but like, can she send it straight to her phone and? I think I just answered my own question. <laughs> Stopping myself right there. Guys, here's what she's doing. She's sending them to her email and posting them. 
smart stuff. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, but for this week, we're bringing back something. This is very important, as we haven't lost a game in about eight years. It's time for a special edition of... Catch Watch! You thought it was dead. You thought it was safe to get back in the South African water. You were wrong. Zach, uh, I'll let you set the stage. What was the impetus of Koch Watch? This week, it was... Before this debacle of a game even happened. Yeah, before uh, last night. I was... Honestly, I think Lance Lang was the impetus for me. You know, I saw him posting about how happy he is now after being so unhappy for most of the year. Given a um, chance to succeed. Giving a chance to Put in a position to succeed. To succeed. Yeah. Um, he should have said position. I don't know if you can do italics on Twitter, but that would have been a good time. Put in position... Yeah, well, it's gotcha, true, because gotcha, gotcha. I put him at left back every time. It was kind of bothering me. I know I'm going to sound like a dick because Jimmy was great tonight, but another one of those times, man, I'm like, Lance Lang, he's a better player. He just is. I think he's proving it now. Um, just give him a fucking chance. Luckily, it's just alone. I don't think Koch will ever bring him back, but uh, it's possible. I don't fucking know. So, yeah. He so, I was looking th- at Lance Lang, yeah, three <clears throat> goals and three games. And a couple assists. And um, I'd be curious what's jimmy has for the season and then uh i'm looking at it right here and USL, so is the rest of the fans USL so they can team t- of the week also had aiden quinn and we i mean i don't want to say we were ahead of the curve but we were all very upset when aiden wasn't resigned remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'd have these late night talks around the fire pit and be like god they're gonna rue the day they get rid of aiden quinn he's our go-to pk digger <laughs> and uh yeah i don't know i'm just thinking about that and uh it was yeah i think lance lang should still be on the team I think that was a big fucking coaching mistake. Yeah, he clearly is feeling fine. I think we gave the benefit of the doubt that, like, you know, he took a knock 10 years ago. And yeah, still I thought he, like, it. wasn't recovering and they weren't letting him back in. But, like, they're like, that... I'll give you a chance to play because you're hurt. But, yeah, so that was just funny to see two players Koch got rid of on the team of the week. And then Koch watched back also because we looked like shit against Louisville. I so, think uh, just... what temperature are you going to give them? That's the most important. I mean, it we doesn't give... matter. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> People miss the temperature. <laughs> oh. I'm going to give him a 68. That means if you're exercising, you might need to take off a layer. No, 78. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to say Koch is on fire. Look, here's what I'm going to say. And I know I'm back and forth on this all the time. He doesn't do much for me. I think he's good in an interview. You hear him after the game, you're like, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. And um, he's pretty likable while also being stern and like... I like a lot of what he says, but here's a poor metaphor. I'd say he's an LC and I was always a Kristen Cavallari guy myself. (laughs) I like, you see it. Yeah. 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 Okay. LC. I get it. But like at the end of the day, you're always going to be kind of looking back over your shoulder. See if Kristen's still there. I was always looking at low. (laughs) Apparently she turned in a quite a coke head. I remember, uh, Kristen, I forget who else they made a meal for, uh, steven and whoever the other girls boo thing was and steven and the dude get over to the house they're like oh what'd you guys make us and they look over and see that the grocery bags are from wild oats which eventually became whole foods and they're like wild oats oh <laughs> damn it <laughs> anyway they made, they made spaghetti <laughs> it was a memorable episode for you. well it was i was like "Ooh, wild oats i got there well it can move right along um i <laughs> Um, next up, I have a special commercial. This thing is pointedly directed at an FCC player. Zach's never heard this. He's really going to enjoy it. So uh, listen up real quick. At his grade school spelling bee, the judges asked him to use moist in a sentence. 
He doesn't add cream cheese to his hot dogs. He adds hot dogs to his cream cheese. When something is funny, he doesn't waste his breath with laughter. He merely tells you, this is funny. When he dyed his hair blonde, natural blondes dyed theirs brown, as to not even try to compete. After every goal kick, he grabs his crotch, signaling to the world he's fully capable of reproduction. He had cereal after pouring the milk, merely to show the world he's capable of madness. He's Spencer Ritchie, the most interesting man in the world. How <laughs> classic. <laughs> the other interesting thing about him is when he let that goal just trickle into him. <laughs> He's so good. He doesn't even need to yeah, stop. The he goals. doesn't care. He'll stop the next one. Um, this segment had a lot more weight to it before um, he scored that amazing goal. But the new segment's going to be, how much does Adi care? care? I tell you what, after uh, Tuesday night, I was upset. I mentioned this earlier. And, uh, you know, some people, some so-called experts. <laughs> Are you actually referring to someone? <laughs> Saying, you know, oh, he did what he was supposed to do out there. He was like, you know, occupying like two defenders at times and like this and that. Like, for fuck's sake, man, other people were trying to attack and he just wouldn't keep up with it. He just wouldn't. No, I don't think he wanted anything to do with that yeah. game. He didn't want that to be out field there. Or he's like, what is this fucking 36 minute shit? I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. But like, but fuck, man, you got to. You just do. Yeah. Fucking do it. There's two things you can't really argue. One, he's really good. Two, he didn't do a goddamn thing in the Louisville game. <laughs> uh, for I mean, you can make the excuses and uh, or have your point of view on it, and uh, you know it didn't make me mad because we won, and I didn't care by any means necessary. But I, it was kind of like a, a head. I was like, yeah, man, if he doesn't want to be out there, Danny Koenig will be. Danny Koenig. He would have done a better job in the Louisville game. I don't think anybody could deny that because he would have been sprinting his little baby heart out. And it's not all about sprinting, obviously. It's about positioning and stuff. But some of those times. It called for a run, and he was not feeling up to doing yeah. it. But some uh, of them, it called for a jog. <laughs> Something, man. Fucking Jimmy out there looking like an asshole, like bounding down the sideline with the ball, only to look up. There's no one near the box. Addy's still in the fucking center circle, chilling. Yeah, it's the thing is you don't want to. Uh, you're afraid to be on the side criticizing him at all because there's also like people on the other side like will say like he sucks already or something. It's like now right, come on, hey, I'm not with you here. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't care and was way too apathetic. But like, I know where my toast is buttered. Okay. No, I mean, look, I get it. He doesn't want to be here right now. He doesn't want to play in the USL. He knows that he's better than that. He looks at that fucking field, <laughs> playing for nobody. I understand. You paid a fucking shit ton of money. You're here. Just fucking try, man. <laughs> but yeah, you hate to say this. You don't want to make a take like this because you know then the next week he's going to do something fucking great, which is exactly what he did. Yeah. Um, so Tuesday, how much did he care? Not at all. Not at all. Tonight, enough. Yeah, he cared. <laughs> he cared, he cared the right amount. Um, yeah, he was always fucking... You can tell they're scared. Yeah, they prepare themselves they're getting set up and then uh it still doesn't really matter there's not much you can do he's just bigger and stronger and uh surprisingly nimble i will say he's been i guess he's been criticized for his heading ability and he did he put one on target tonight it was a little awkward it looked like maybe his <laughs> eyes were closed <laughs> yeah well, he hit it on like the landing of a jump like he was like on his way down and then like was pushing his head up yeah. while going down 
Yeah. And it was kind of strange. It but, ended uh, up being a fine still header, but yeah. he didn't look like someone who was like, he doesn't have the head of Ronaldo. No. So basically, if you don't, you're shit. <laughs> who else is good at heading the ball? I don't fucking know. Um, I remember there was one year Wayne Rooney scored like eight headers, and that's when people were like, oh, player, fucking world player of the year. I'm like, no, man. <laughs> he did score some headers. But... Manzukic? <laughs> Are we just literally naming anyone who can use their head? <laughs> Miroslav Klosa? <laughs> We're just going to go through. <laughs> I was trying to think of like, you know, someone who like, that's their thing. Kenny Cooper. Abby Wambach. <laughs> I don't know if she ever scored a goal with her feet. Uh, which segues perfectly into this week's edition. <laughs> Opori. It doesn't at all. Zach, are we allowed to talk about Josu? Yeah, so I'll tell you. Well, let me set the stage, <laughs> really. You guys remember Josu? <laughs> we let him go in the offseason. Him of the extremely quaffed eyebrows. Some would say overly quaffed. I don't think I'm using the word quaffed right. But I was always a Josu fan. He seemed like just a, you know, a little guy you want to give him a nice little hug. Spanish. Um, yeah, I'll tell you. Took a great PK against the Chicago Fire. The list of like, but he's back in Spain now. That's the list the of FCC Euro style guys. You got Patty, step up to Sem, then Josu, <laughs> even higher. Except for those eyebrows, really can't get past those eyebrows. He's currently playing in what I believe is the third division of Spain. And, um, <clears throat> well, I tell you what, I don't know what the pay scale is in the third division of Spain, but Josu needs a little extra money. So he's hitting people up. Trying to sell them on weight loss pills. Mm. Are there pills? Yeah. Some type of supplement type mm. of thing, whatever. I was hoping at least it was like, like a, a meal plan. I mean, it might be. Okay. I think it's all kinds of shit. No, it's pills. Um, <laughs> it's drugs. He's pushing Spanish pills. So he's like pushing this shit on some... I've seen the screen captures. Um, and the response is, oh, do you think I need to lose weight? And his response was, send me a pic and I'll tell you. <laughs> Wow. And he's like, oh, my parents both use all this and they really lost a lot of weight. They're full of energy now. Anyway, really off-putting stuff from Josu and uh, got to call it out. Yeah. And this is a one degree of separa- separation story. So, uh, you know. No, these are, yeah, these are, uh, I've read it. <laughs> True story. So uh, to put a bow on the story that doesn't need one, Josu selling uh, weight loss supplements and or meals to someone in America from Spain convincing them that they need it and asking for a pick to confirm whether the person was fat enough. I think his response to that was that, Oh, it must be a cultural thing. Like that. That's weird to ask for that pick. <laughs> I mean, you know, creepers going to creep, even though he's had a three year girlfriend who, after looking at his Instagram, Oh baby, I couldn't believe he ever lived here when I first saw her on the, <laughs> But yeah, so Josu, creeper. <laughs> I don't think this person listens to the pod, thank God. Um, and if you do, it's actually we're talking about someone else that yeah. Josu did the exact yeah. same thing yeah, to. Yeah, you're not the only one. I'm sure. I'm sure you're not. That's uh, when dad's going to hit us up. Is he going to sue you for slander? <laughs> this is real. This is real. I haven't checked uh, Jeff Ruby's Twitter in a while, but I'm sure he's still looking for those follow back girls, boys. Um... Wow, I don't have a lot else to potpourri. <laughs> I got one thing. Oh, I feel like uh, CST was throwing a little shade at us. Talk to me. Mentioned something about us uh, talking about fatherhood because he didn't wasn't able to make it to the game. And uh, the other guys were kind of like, 
no one wants to hear about that stuff. <laughs> Cincinnati soccer talk, not Cincinnati father talk. Is that because we had a whole segment about shitting babies? Yes. You know, maybe it wasn't a little shade. Maybe they're like, you know, that's them. That's not us. But I, I kind of felt like a jab. I was in the middle of sanding this table. Or uh, no, it was actually a door. God, I corrected myself and I <laughs> threw my sander down. <laughs> took to Twitter. And... I'll stick my, arm, my army of 373 <laughs> followers on you. Soon to be 400. You guys barely are in the several thousands. Look, um, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't meant that way, but uh, we've been looking for a reason to <laughs> dislike you guys. So I'm going to hang on this. Quick shout out because mm-hmm. I was really crushing some hearts out there. Hanger 937. I was going to give you a different name, like Pretty Pretty North. Um, what's another thing? At, what else is at the airport? Helipad 911. <laughs> um, you know who we're talking about. But yeah, they had their first uh, meetup for the Louisville game. They had a lot of people. Uh, they would have had less people if it wasn't for me because I sent one friend <laughs> who lives in Dayton. He showed up. He was the only one wearing Tevas. Um, <laughs> I saw in the picture. Shouts to Casey, who uh, does not know. Actually, no, I just informed him this podcast exists. His mind was blown. Yeah, so shout out to Casey. Oh, and, you know, the rest of uh, Helipad937. Keep doing what you're doing what's your favorite dayton story i've rocked dayton's face off numerous times at uh what's that place called el toro loco <laughs> el diablo we played one time Does that still exist any of the guys at helipad 937 could tell me if el diablo still exists i'm sure there's pictures of uh fucking still crossed all over that wall i went to a pretty wild drag show above maybe 1470 west saw the slackers play down there also um i was gonna say one time i was taking the greyhound home from wilkesbury pennsylvania I had to transfer buses in dayton about an hour and a half so i walked to get some food didn't have a smartphone or anything yet i got lost couldn't find my way back to the old, old greyhound station did you miss your bus no i caught it at the last second so it's not a good story but mm. i didn't know i was gonna talk about dayton just now <laughs> on the way back from Puerto Rico couldn't get a flight in Cincinnati. Got one into Dayton. Had to get picked up from Dayton. Another classic Dayton story, <laughs> folks. We could go all day. Uh, one time I flew out to San Francisco and I couldn't get a flight into Cincinnati. <laughs> I flew into Dayton. And, uh, I had to post on Facebook and had a former flame come pick me up and take me home. That flame, Cecilia Coyote. <laughs> Predates. Yeah, you thought it was fucking made up? No, I could just picture right now. Everyone at FCC Discord punching their fists through their, yeah, <laughs> their pretty... screen, smashing their phones. Oh, God. What kind of fucking How's lightweight KL... fucking podcast How's is this? KLR this week? Soft. <laughs> pretty soft. Uh, pretty quiet. Um, um... I'll tell you, these Sunday games really throw everything off, especially when it's faith and family. And you know I'm getting down on that sacrificial they sacrificial line. <laughs> faith and family night. Uh, Zach, any other big... <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, faith and family night. I didn't... didn't Couldn't really tell. Yeah. Forrest was out there swearing. Well, I mean, they thank God they benched Deckel. Um. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Which would have just been really insulting on Faith and Family Night. Yeah. No, faith means Christian faith. I think Uh, it's pretty clear. Guys, I think I'm just going to say this every week now to cover my tracks, but it's just one of those weeks. weeks. (laughs) It really is. I was thinking that uh, earlier today because I knew this wasn't going to be a good one. (laughs) I can just tell. (laughs) I don't know what Uh, it is. It's a long season. I don't think we even think thought we'd make it this far i'll tell i'll tell one story that happened today while we're doing uh talking about our kids (laughs) which we weren't i was upstairs 
um, shooting the shit, using the computer. I hear my wife yelling at my two kids. And then I guess my oldest uh, hit the younger one with the screwdriver <laughs> in some gentle capacity. <laughs> She's like, that's it. You going upstairs by yourself. And that's all I hear. And then like, it's time to do something. I'm like, um, hey, where's Avery? It's like, I sent him upstairs. I'm like, I don't hear him upstairs. Uh, yeah, I'm like, Avery. Avery, nobody answers. I go in all the rooms upstairs. I look in our bedroom. I glance around. I look under the bed. I go into his room under his uh, comforter. I don't see anything. I don't see anything in any of the rooms. I scream out again, this time pretty loud. Avery! He'll reply. Usually he'll, he'll reply. I go downstairs. Are you sure you went downstairs? He says, uh, no, I don't know where he is. I just told him to go upstairs. I run around every room. I'm getting a little frantic. It's a big house, folks, you know? It's a really big house. It's palatial. <laughs> I'm running from the room to room. Now I'm screaming his name. My wife's like, you don't need to scream. I'm like, well, where is he? She's like, well, I don't know. Now she's freaking out. He's nowhere to be found. I check all the doors, make sure he didn't sneak outside. In my first thought, of course, he's like stuck in a vent. He can't breathe. <laughs> Somehow. He's in the air ducts of the house. I don't know. <laughs> he took that screwdriver. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with it. I'm literally screaming, top of my lungs. I run back upstairs, go through the room, go back in our room again. I see these fucking dumb blonde hair sticking out from the comforter on our bed. I had looked directly over the top. I'd looked on the bed, didn't see him anywhere, but there he was. Picked him up, grabbed him, start breaking down. (laughs) Folks, I have almost lost it. You have to answer when I'm screaming for you. I don't know what could have possibly happened, but I convinced myself that he was basically dead. And this was after about 20 seconds of searching for him. Folks, if your kid doesn't answer you right away, give him a chance. Look a little harder. <laughs> he was literally on our bed under the comforter with his hair sticking out. And of course now he's crying and he's scared to look at me. I was like, I was yelling because I was scared. <laughs> Uh, a couple hours later, he'd calmed down. I think he's forgiven me for screaming. But, uh, folks, <laughs> it's hot out there. <laughs> Just another day as a parent who's in over your head. So don't remember that happening when I was a kid, but, uh, wow, really lost it. So it's good we brought this win home. <laughs> a little joy back into my life. <laughs> Zach, you ever think, ever thought you lost your kid before while we're talking about this? <laughs> No, since it's this Cincinnati parenting talk, he went down an aisle at Target one time. I lost him for about three seconds, um, but I was pretty upset. I will say, in FCC-related news, we went to, uh, I think I was telling you earlier, we went to Happy Chicks this morning to get our vegan brunch on, and uh, I got some ghetto, and I'm like, hey, dude, why don't you try this? He's like, what is it? I was like, ah, it's kind of like a sausage. I don't know. It's like a Cincinnati thing. He's like, it's FCC sausage? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Scarfs that shit down. <laughs> I'm like, they all eat it. Well, there's been an FCC cereal. There's been water. There's your test marketing. Getting the sausage game. It's not going to be vegan ghetto. I can tell you that. <laughs> These moronic kids will just scarf down this stuff real quick. Yeah. A great story about him uh, the night before. He's got a new word. He's been saying that sounds a whole lot like the N-word. <laughs> he was standing on my lap shouting in front of a large black family the other night. What's the actual word? What does he think it's, he's saying? He doesn't think he's saying anything. He's just babbling. He's just babbling. I mean, I mean he, he can talk. He can talk. <laughs> like, he can speak really pretty well, but he sings these songs that are all like gibberish and stuff. And he's thrown this in there. And, uh, folks, <laughs> to quote Jonah, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, if you act like you're really concerned, they're going to assume that is what he's saying. Avery, yeah. when he was younger, I don't know, 
maybe maybe two, not quite two. When he said pants, it's it sounded exactly like bitch, and I took full advantage. I'd be like, "You say mama, mama pants?" He'd be like, "Mama bitch." What about dada? Mama bitch, dada bitch, every bitch. I'm like, again, yeah. mama bitch, dada bitch. Oh, those are the good times. Yeah, I remember when Eli couldn't make the L in clock. Had a, good, <laughs> had a good time with that. Um, this whole N-word thing, that was a whole day-long fiasco. And uh, he broke down a few times because we had to have some long talks. Like, I mean, the kid's biracial, but he's not going to pass on that. I tell you that. I told him, I was like, you're going to get your ass beat if you keep <laughs> with this nonsense. Um, I swear to all our listeners out there, he's not hearing that at home. <laughs> But he looks more Post Malone than Drake. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a worse. <laughs> he doesn't look. Like, I don't know who no, he, looks he looks like, looks, but it doesn't look like Post Malone. He looks more logic than Drake. There you go. Flying off the rails. Yeah, I also my anyway. Son, he's really dad. he's not saying anything. He just thinks he's making this noise. Yeah, he's making a noise. All right. I tell you, this noise is something that. You're only allowed to make in the Jimmy McLaughlin <laughs> cave of the alt-right. Something that Jay-Z says, but Oprah won't say. Uh, I also caught my son this summer dropping the F-bomb real hard to himself. <laughs> and I don't know where he got it because he was saying, what the f-? <laughs> <laughs> He was playing with his cars on his train table. Oh, he'd slam a car down and be like, oh, what the f-? <laughs> But he'd like kind of, oh, what the and like any good parent, I just uh, recorded him, took videos of it, <laughs> and later told him, hey, man, don't say that. And he says, why can't I say that? I was like, you just can't. I usually, what I'll tell you, I was like, don't say that at school. <laughs> <laughs> but then, right when he did that, Eli busted open the back door, Zach's kid, and he said, what up, my... And I was like, whoa, dude. And then Zach was like, it's just gibberish. <laughs> like, it's just gibberish. I'm like, sure, bro. Sure, bro. <laughs> These kids these days, they grow up so fast. You still listening, CST? Because <laughs> I could go all night. Anybody? I want, yeah. I once lost my kid at the zoo, too. You want to talk about that? All right, Zach, final thoughts on the week. Look, we had one shit game, one great game. Again. And we won them both. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we win and we don't play well, it kind of feels like a loss because that's how fucking great we've been. I think they... Uh... We were guaranteed top two. And if we win one more, the East is ours. And uh, if it's not Cicerone time, then Couch Watch is going to be way more over the top. <laughs> My final thoughts. Truly first place forever. Louisville never again. Ever. Ever, ever. This time for real. Which means we'll see him in the playoffs. Look, I'll tell you what. Next week, we'll be on fire. Nick, he might join us. It's possible. Eh, maybe we'll get that female presence in the booth. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cecilia does not own a phone. But uh, maybe she can wait outside and we can do a two cans and a string. Rise together. Rise together. <laughs>